Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everyone, and live from the Denver Broncos Halloween party, it's the Fourth and Inches Show with Jana and the Sherpa. Actually, tonight it's just me, the Sherpa. Jana, unfortunately, um, unable to make the show tonight, has some things going on, and uh, hopefully everything's okay with her. I think this breaks her uh, Farvian streak of something like 155 shows in a row um, that she's made. She's really been the the uh, Iron Woman that's held the show together for uh, nine-plus seasons now. So, Jana, we miss you and uh, hope that uh, we're able to do the show again uh, next week. So might be a little bit of an abbreviated show tonight. I'll give it my best shot. Um, not so much banter. I, I talk to myself a lot, but uh, probably not something that makes for a good uh, podcast. So we'll just get right into it. So to find us, um, you can check out the Fantasy Football Sherpa Facebook page. On, on Twitter, you can reach Jana at jkim16, and you can reach me, Scott Swaney, the Fantasy Sherpa, at fantasy underscore Sherpa. So let's just uh, dive right in. All sorts of uh, good stuff to talk about uh, tonight. We've got, um, in the middle of the bye season, uh, we've got four teams on bye this week. That would be the Falcons, Jana's beloved Cowboys, the Chargers, and the Tennessee Titans. We've got... Um, Amari Cooper traded to the Cowboys. Uh, I'm sure we'll catch up more with Jan about that next week since the Cowboys are on a bye this week, but uh, that should make their offense more interesting. I know Jan has really been begging for a number one wide receiver for a while, so I'm glad that uh, they finally have that. And of course, with the impending trade deadline next Tuesday afternoon, the big mystery is, you know, Wither uh, and Bell, is he going to go back to the Steelers? Is he just going to sit out? Are they going to, is he going to sign his tender under the condition that they trade him? And if so, you know, where does he fit in? I mean, the Eagles are an obvious choice, you know, playoff contender in the other uh, conference that the Steelers won't run into again unless they happen to have an interstate, uh, intrastate Super Bowl, which is unlikely, but. You know, you never know. So maybe they'll um, do that. Uh, we've got the New England backfield is a mess, you know, with uh, Sony Michelle's uh, latest, um, the latest in running back there to be injured. So, you know, what goes on there? Is James White going to step up? Is uh, Kenyon Barner going to get a chance to uh, be the star? He hasn't been at, uh, in Carolina um, and other places. So there's, there's lots to um, talk about and think about going into this week. Um, why don't we just dive right into the injuries, as Janet always does. I usually like to joke about uh, going off and doing something that takes a long time while she reads the injuries, so I guess this week the joke's on me. At running back, we've got uh, Dalvin Cook dealing with a hamstring injury. We've got LaShawn McCoy uh, has a concussion. Sony Michelle, the knee injury. Bilal Powell with the Jets, a really sad situation there. He has a neck injury. Not only is he on IR and out for the season, but there's a good chance that his career is over, which would be a shame. It's hard to believe, you know, he's already up to the you know, the Jets, I think, uh, 10th all-time rusher, and he really has never been the featured back there for a prolonged period of time, but uh, still has managed to rack up a really impressive career. Peyton Barber with the uh, Buccaneers injured. Um, Melvin Gordon um, with the Chargers on a bye this week. Ezekiel Elliott, Cowboys on a bye. Tevin Coleman and Ito Smith with the Falcons on a bye. And you're also going to be missing Deion Lewis and Derek Henry 
of the Titans, who are both um, on buys this week. Moving over to wide receiver, uh, Albert Wilson, unfortunately injured and on IR now. Uh, Kenny Stills out, Cooper Cup out, Kiki Cote missing the Texans game this week, Pierre Garçon um, not looking good for this weekend's uh, tilt with the Cardinals, Paul Richardson, John Ross, Torrey Smith all injured, uh, Keenan Allen and Tyrell Williams with the Chargers are on a bye, Amari um, Cooper, as we mentioned, uh, traded from the Raiders. Um, to the Cowboys, so he gets the benefit of two bye weeks in a row. Uh, He's out. Uh, Julio Jones with Atlanta and Calvin Ridley also with Atlanta, also uh, with bye weeks. Um, Quarterback-wise, Ryan Tannehill is injured and still out this week. Um, As far as byes go, you're missing uh, Marcus Mariota for the Titans, Matt Ryan for the Falcons, Dak Prescott for the Cowboys, and Philip Rivers for the Chargers. So Rivers and Ryan probably the only ones uh, in your starting lineup in a one-quarterback league, and maybe Dak Prescott if you're in a two-quarterback league. And let's hope you're not starting Marcus Mariota at this point in your fantasy season, even if you do have a uh, two-quarterback league. Tight ends, no real injuries, uh, new injuries to speak of, but we've got Austin Hooper and Jeff Swaim on a bye. And in kicker news, ever exciting kicker news, we've got Adam Vinatieri out, or not out, but he's got a groin injury, and uh, we'll see if he's able to suit up and kick for the Colts this weekend. So on to the waiver wire. If you're looking for a bye week fill-in at running back or just decimated by injuries and don't... uh, know who to pick up. Some guys that are still widely available, at least in Yahoo leagues, you've got Duke Johnson with Cleveland, Doug Martin with Oakland, who's going to get a chance now with um, Marshawn Lynch out, Raheem Mostart with the 49ers, Rashad Penny, um, a little bit of an unknown. I mean, he first round draft pick with the Seahawks, hasn't really gotten a chance to shine. Had a nice week, I think two weeks before their bye week. So we'll see if he comes out of that and is able to uh, rest more carries away from Chris Carson and Mike Davis. And then, as we mentioned before, Kenyon Barner is going to get a a greater share of the load now in New England with uh, Sony Michelle sidelined this week and possibly beyond. There, it's hard to tell what's going to happen. James White could get more carries. He doesn't really seem like he's the guy that's going to get 20, 25 carries. In New England, good chance they'll be up early and often against the Bills this week. So there'll definitely be a lot of opportunities to run out the clock there. So maybe this is the week to uh, Kenyon Barner. But it's also equally likely that they would turn more to the pass, uh, which would benefit James White or maybe you know some of the receivers uh, get more targets than they would otherwise. So as far as wide receivers who are widely available on the waiver wire, we're looking at Danny Amendola with the Dolphins. Rashard Matthews, newly signed uh, by the Jets, let go by the Titans a few weeks ago. We're wondering where he was going to land. Uh, he has landed. He's got the, you know, he's going to be wearing the the Jets white uh, road uniforms this week against Chicago. And interesting to see if he and uh, Sam Darnold will form any kind of chemistry. They've already got a few good wide receivers on the Jets, but uh, he'll definitely improve their uh, wide receiver core. Dede Westbrook with Jacksonville. They've got the game against the Eagles in London this Sunday. Christian Kirk with Arizona. 
uh, Traquan Smith, uh, an intriguing pickup with the Saints. Chester Rogers, uh, not quite as appealing with T.Y. Hilton back from injury for Indianapolis, but still looks to be perhaps their number two wide receiver there. And then D.J. Moore, the rookie wide receiver with Carolina. Uh, Torrey Smith, as we mentioned, is injured, and so that might uh, create some additional opportunity for him. Moving on to quarterbacks, uh, if you're looking for somebody to pick up this week, I would recommend Joe Flacco. Uh, he's, I think, really a cut above the rest in terms of the matchup that he has this week. A little bit uh, deeper, scraping uh, um, deeper bottom of the barrel. You're looking at guys like Alex Smith, Derek Carr, Case Keenum, uh, Eli Manning, cough, cough, and uh, Josh Rosen, if you're really desperate. And uh, no, Janice, sorry, DJ Beathard did not make my list yet again this week. Moving on to tight ends, Vance McDonald of the Steelers, Cameron Brait uh, for the Buccaneers, Charles Clay for Buffalo, and Jesse James also of the Steelers. Yeah, it's really slim pickings between just not that many uh, tight ends doing exciting things this season and the injuries and the bye week. Uh, there's, you're, you're really going to be uh, rolling the dice if you uh, pick up a, a waiver wire tight end this week. So let's move on to our uh, list of players to um, our top ranked players and our players to avoid by position. Starting off with running backs, I've got Todd Gurley at the top of my list this week, and really nice matchup against uh, Green Bay. And I figure that that'll probably be a high scoring game. Kareem Hunt with the Chiefs, number two for me. Joe Mixon, Cincinnati, number three. James Conner, Pittsburgh, number four. Jana Alert, uh, Saquon Barkley actually did make my list this week for the first time this season and maybe the last, but uh, he's up there at number five. Not that I don't like him. I just uh, don't like the Giants offense, even as a Giants fan. And But this week, I think they have a chance to do well against the Redskins. So, uh, you know, Jana, it'll be interesting to see if uh, the Giants can uh, finish off the Redskins whereas, where the Cowboys couldn't, but uh, we'll see. So Saquon Barkley, five. Jordan Howard, six. Marlon Mack, uh, some question as to whether he's healthy or not, but if he is, he's definitely a strong seven for me. James White checking in at eight. Aaron Jones, nine. And Lamar Miller is 10th for me. And just outside my top 10, I have Latavius Murray uh, with the Vikings as uh, Dalvin Cook may be out as much as uh, two or three more weeks. So. As far as running backs to avoid this week, Christian McCaffrey topping my list. Uh, love him most weeks, uh, not so much this week as uh, Carolina has a home matchup against the Baltimore Ravens. LaShawn McCoy and Chris Ivory, uh, don't care who starts this week. Uh, it's not likely to be LaShawn McCoy since he's in the concussion protocol. But even if he is, I just don't like Buffalo's matchup against New England. They figure to be behind often and early in that game, and as such, I would expect that uh, Buffalo is going to have to resort to the um, the passing attack uh, with Derek Anderson uh, pretty early in that game. So I don't think uh, the, the Buffalo running backs are a good bet this week unless uh, somehow they're um, miraculously able to keep that game close. T.J. Eldon for Jacksonville, another running back I want to avoid. Uh, Leonard Fournette is out again this week. So um, T.J. Eldon not um, – somebody I would want uh, to start against the Eagles defense. Nick Chubb with Cleveland and Duke Johnson, um, not real 
keen on their matchup against the Steelers. Philip Lindsay and Royce Freeman for the Broncos going up against Kansas City. Again, you know, those guys are good players, and uh, Kansas City's defense you know, not really going to shut down any you know rushing attacks. But on the other hand, I figure that Kansas City will probably be up big in that game pretty early on. And uh, Denver's going to have to resort to their throwing attacks. So not sure that that'll be a good week for either of these guys. Isaiah Crowell with the Jets, same story. Adrian Peterson for the Redskins, not so much that I think they'll be behind big against the Giants, but I am just think that uh, he's run out of uh, time against Father Time. Jalen Richard, a popular pickup for the Raiders um, this week, and maybe not a bad play. You know, the Raiders figure to be behind against uh, Indianapolis and have to resort to their passing game, and he'll be a big part of that. But I just... Uh, not sure they're going to score a lot of points. So unless you're in a PPR league and, um, you know, I'm not sure Jalen Richard is your best bet either. And then I'd also want to stay away from the San Francisco backfield. Matt Breida is uh, still injured. Alfred Morris healthy, but probably not worth starting. And same thing for uh, Raheem Mostart. Moving on to wide receivers. Uh, topping my list this week, I've got Antonio Brown at number one, A.J. Green number two. Tyreek Hill, number three, Adam Thielen, four, DeAndre Hopkins, five, Juju Smith-Schuster, six, T.Y. Hilton, seven, Odell Beckham Jr., Giants alert, Jenna. He made my top 10 this week. He's at eight, Julian Edelman at nine, Brandon Cooks at 10, and some other guys who I like, but not quite as much as my top 10 were Alshon Jeffrey, Stefan Diggs, Robert Woods, Michael Crabtree, Golden Tate, and Josh Gordon. In terms of guys to avoid this week, I would avoid uh, Jarvis Landry with Miami, Demarius Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders with Denver, Robbie Anderson and Richard Matthews with the Jets. I know I just mentioned Richard Matthews as a good waiver wire pickup, but uh, that's somebody more for the rest of the season and not for this week. Uh, Devin Funches with Carolina, Allen Robinson with Chicago, Jordy Nelson with Oakland, I guess nominally he's the number one guy now with uh, Mari Cooper gone. But, uh, you know, you're looking at uh, Jordy Nelson and Octavius Bryant as their top two receivers right now. I'm not sure that uh, that's um, really going to win too many championships. Um, Same thing, uh, Seth Roberts. I don't think that's uh, really the combination you want to be invested in if you can help it. Uh, Keelan Cole with Jacksonville. uh, Don't like the matchup this week. Uh, Marquise Goodwin with San Francisco. I think that's going to be a low-scoring game. Antonio uh, Callaway with the Browns. I don't like that matchup against the Steelers. And then finally, uh, Kelvin Benjamin going up against um, New England. I don't like that. So as far as quarterbacks go, Tom Brady, you might um, have gathered from my comments about running backs and wide receivers that I'm not expecting Uh, Buffalo to put up much resistance against the Patriots. And as such, I have Tom Brady at the top of my list this week. Ben Roethlisberger, two. Andy Dalton, uh, Janice Ginger Ninja, checking in at three on my list. Jared Goff, four. Patrick Mitchell Trubisky and the resurgent Chicago Bears, six. Aaron Rodgers, seven. Andrew Luck, eight. Kirk Cousins, nine. Deshaun Watson, 10. And just outside my top 10, but also good starts this week. I look at uh, Drew Brees. Carson Wentz, and Eli Manning. 
And looking at some quarterbacks to avoid this week, Cam Newton, don't like the matchup. As I've mentioned before, I don't like uh, Carolina's matchup against Baltimore. Derek Carr, Alex Smith, Case Keenum, Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, Blake Bortles, C.J. Beathard, sorry, Jana, and uh, Derek Anderson. But uh, take consolation, Jana, I did have Derek Anderson uh, lower down on my list than C.J. Beathard for what that's worth. Probably not much. Moving on to tight ends. I think this week shapes up to be a pretty good week for the big three of tight ends, and that, of course, would mean Rob Gronkowski, Zach Ertz, and Travis Kelsey, Trey Burton, Eric Ebron, Jimmy Graham, Kyle Rudolph, Vance McDonald, C.J. Uzama, and uh, Ryan Griffin rounding out my top ten, and then Jesse James just outside my top ten, but also uh, as does his teammate Vance McDonald, also has a really nice matchup this week. Moving on to tight ends I don't like, Greg Olson, Jordan Reed, George Kittle, Jared Cook, David Njoku, Charles Clay, and Chris Herndon has had a nice couple-week run for the Jets, but again, just uh, not real keen on that matchup with, uh, with the Bears this week, even though they do figure to be throwing a lot. Moving on to defenses. Defenses I like a lot this week. New England, Pittsburgh, Kansas City, Indianapolis, Philadelphia, Baltimore, Chicago, Arizona, and even the Giants. Defenses I would avoid this week. Buffalo, Cleveland, Tampa Bay, Green Bay, Denver, the Jets, the Raiders, the Rams, and New Orleans. So let's take a look at individual games for this week. We start off with the Thursday night game, Miami traveling to Houston. Houston definitely had some up and down, ups and downs. And Deshaun Watson, what can you say about a guy that uh, you know, has a punctured lung and travels 12 hours on a bus and presumably had to travel 12 hours on a bus to get back from Jacksonville to Houston? But uh, he's at home this week, uh, no travel. And, yeah, I think you know, he's going to lead the Texans to a victory, albeit a narrow one, against the Dolphins. Um, I, as much as we kid about Ryan Tannehill on the show, I still think the Dolphins longer term have a better chance at winning with him under center than they do with uh, Brock Osweiler. But uh, for this week, I'm going to go with the Texans to win at home by a field goal. Final score, Texans 27 Dolphins 24. Next up, we've got uh, yet another London special uh, early game on Sunday between the Eagles and Jacksonville. I guess they have no qualms about starting two East Coast teams at 9.30 a.m. London, I mean, East Coast time. But uh, this is a matchup between two teams that have really struggled in previous weeks. Uh, Jacksonville just hasn't been able to get their offense going. Philadelphia fits and spurts. You know, they got off to a a big lead against Carolina last week and then saw that evaporate in the fourth quarter as they snatched defeat from the jaws of victory. But I think it's going to be Philadelphia and Carson Wentz that managed to um, get their act together this week against Jacksonville. Um, Both defenses pretty good, but I think Philadelphia has a little bit more offensive firepower, so I'm going to go with them to um, edge out Jacksonville on the road. Final score here, Philadelphia 27, 
Jacksonville 21. Moving on to the Sunday afternoon games, or I guess it's Sunday morning, depending on where you live in the country. But for those of us on the East Coast, it's Sunday, the early afternoon games. We've got uh, Baltimore traveling to Carolina. I think that's a close matchup. I don't think either offense is really going to bust out in this one. But I think uh, Baltimore coming off that disappointing uh, home loss to New Orleans last week, I think they're going to rebound on the road here. I think they're a little bit better team, and I think their defense is going to hold Cam Newton and Christian McCaffrey in check. I'll go with a final score here of Baltimore 24, Carolina 21. Next up, we have a rematch of Week 1, Cleveland at Berg. Week 1, they were playing in Cleveland, of course, and we had an overtime tie. We had uh, overtime ties in each of the first two weeks of the season. Thankfully, none since then, but uh, in this particular uh, game. Um, we've got uh, you know Pittsburgh at home coming off a bye. No Le'Veon Bell, but uh, James Conner has been really good this season. Cleveland um, showing some signs of promise. You know, Baker Mayfield, the future definitely looks brighter with him, but I just don't see it uh, coming together for Cleveland this week. I think Pittsburgh is going to go on a little run here starting this week against the Browns. We'll see. I mean, if they can't beat the Browns here, chances are they're not going to uh, be a team that's going to be reckoned with in the playoffs this season. But I still think that uh, they'll get all the bickering and squabbling and the Levy and Bell distraction behind them one way or the other and come out and put out a good effort uh, this week. So I'm going to go with Pittsburgh to double up on Cleveland. Final score, Pittsburgh 34 Cleveland 17. Next up, we have another rematch, although this one, the more recent uh, matchup, I think three weeks ago, Denver played Kansas City on the Monday night game, and that was at home, and Denver um, almost had the victory there, but uh, Kansas City had a a last-minute touchdown from Kareem Hunt and then uh, held on for the victory, and Kansas City uh, eked that one out. I think they'll have a little bit more comfortable margin here at home. You know, their defense, I think, is going to be their Achilles heel when they get to the playoffs, but they're not there yet. And Denver doesn't really have a, a high-power offense this season, although they do have some nice parts there. But uh, I'll go with Kansas City to win this one by 10. Final score, Kansas City 31, Denver 21. I'm going to pick an identical score for the next game, which is the Jets on the road at Chicago. And... Interesting game here, Jets uh, showing some signs of uh, improvement but uh, this season. But uh, as, you sh- as they showed last week against the Vikings, you, know, you put them up against a good defense and a you know, reasonable offense, and they're going to have a hard time. I don't think uh, Chicago is quite in Minnesota's league offensively, although they've certainly uh, shown – a big improvement, but uh, I think if anything, uh, Khalil Mack's healthy. Their defense might even be better than the Vikings at this point. So I'm going to go with Chicago to win this one uh, fairly comfortably. As I said, final score, Chicago uh, 31, uh, Jets 21. Uh, Taylor Gabriel, not such a good game last week, but uh, anxious to see what he can do if he'll be able to bounce back uh, this week. And uh, for heaven's sake, I know if you were just – looking for waiver wire pickups and look just at the staff lines from last week and you'd see Kevin White, two catches, 53 yards. That looks pretty impressive. But of course, 51 of those 53 yards were on a Hail Mary uh, pass at the end of the game. So uh, 
you know, he's, he's somebody that is easy to root for because of all the injuries and all, but, you know, he's not going to help your fantasy team in all likelihood. So uh, I, I would not uh, go out on the um, waiver wire and pick him up um, as we were discussing before. So next up, we've got another Midwestern uh, early game, Midwestern, uh, you know, game, and that's uh, Seattle traveling to uh, Detroit. Um this is, for me, one of the harder early games to pick, but I'm going to go with Detroit at home coming off of a bye to – actually, not coming off a of bye. They uh, beat Miami last week, but uh, coming off a of victory last week and now at home again, I'm going to pick them to win here. I'll go with the final score of Detroit 27, Seattle 24. Russell Wilson, it just really makes you wonder what he could do with a, a legitimate offensive line in front of him there. Running back situation still a little bit uh, messy there, and uh, the um, wide receiver core. Doug Baldwin is healthy again, which is good, but uh, behind them, you know, behind him, kind of hard to see right now. You know, you've got uh, Tyler Lockett, David Moore. It's kind of uh, hard to know uh, if either of those guys are going to help you out. I wouldn't uh, count on it. So for right now, if you have to uh, start a a Seahawks wide receiver. It should be um, Doug Baldwin. Next up, we've got yet another uh, Midwest game in the early hours, and that's Tampa Bay on the road against Cincinnati. Uh, Jameis Winston, signs of life. Uh, Andy Dalton, surprisingly good season, you know, surprisingly uh, strong offense. I think uh, the difference here is going to be Cincinnati has a passable defense. Tampa Bay does not. So I'm going to go with Tampa Bay and Cincinnati to win this one fairly easily. Final score, Cincinnati 34, Tampa Bay 24. Uh, The last of the early games, we've got uh, Washington traveling up uh, I-95 to face the Giants. And Jenna, hold the presses. I'm actually going to pick the Giants to win a game. Uh, Might be a mild upset. I know Washington has surprised the last couple weeks, but... For me, they haven't looked uh, particularly impressive in doing it. So I'm going to just you know, kind of go out on a limb here as a Giants fan. Maybe this is an irrational pick, but I think if there's ever a week where the um, Giants look like they could uh, are somewhat uh, primed to win a game, this is it. So I'm going to go with uh, Eli Manning, one last gasp, um, and the Giants 27 over Washington 21. And I'm really curious uh, if Jacksonville – should struggle again this week. Um, I don't think they're going to entrust uh, Cody Kessler with the reins long-term. So it'll be interesting to see. I mean, Terod Taylor with uh, Cleveland is a really obvious uh, choice of someone that could uh, help them down the stretch if they choose to go that route. So uh, we'll see. But we think mainly of quarterbacks and receivers, I mean, wide receivers and running backs as the primary trade targets. You know, for teams trying to inject some life into their offense. But, uh, you know, Eli Manning, I, I don't think he's tradable to me. It's kind of like, you know, Derek Jeter's final hurrah, you know, with the Yankees, probably, you know, held on a year or two more than he should have. But, you know, there was no way that they were just going to, to trade him or, or you, know, you know, or cut him in the middle of the season. And I think, yeah, the Giants, Kind of the same thing with Eli. They're they're kind of committed to playing out the string with with him. I, I really don't see him being reunited with Tom Coughlin in Jacksonville, which to me looks like the only um, playoff you know, team a team with uh, playoff aspirations that 
is in really dire straits in need of a quarterback right now, but I just don't think that's going to happen. So anyway, back to the game at hand. I think uh, Giants will take this 27-21. Moving on to the late games, we've got Indianapolis at Oakland. Uh, Andrew Luck concerns about his long-range passing aside. He does look to be somewhat healthy again and moving capable of moving the Colts' offense, and I think he's going to continue uh, putting up points this week. T.Y. Hilton back now. Marlon back. Marlon Mack had a breakout game last week, and he's somewhat banged up, but again, as I mentioned earlier in my running back rankings, if he's healthy enough to play this week, I really like him, and all in all, I think it adds up to a fairly easy victory for the Colts, if there is such a thing. I'll go with the Colts to um, embarrass the Raiders at home, final score, Colts 31, uh, Oakland 17. Next up, we have one of the more, definitely the most intriguing of the late Sunday matchups, and that would be the undefeated, the only remaining undefeated teams, the Rams, who got a scare last week, but uh, going against uh, Green Bay at home, um, you know, the Rams at home. I I think you could actually flip a coin with this. I think this is going to be a shootout. Uh, I think Aaron Rodgers is going to be able to hang some points even on the the Rams defense. But I I think Jared Goff, um, Todd Gurley, and crew will be able to uh, hold on for the victory here. I'm going with a final score of Rams 34, Green Bay 31. I do not think the Rams are going to make it through the season unbeaten, but I think, do think there's a good chance they go to 8-0 this week. But again, uh, as you can probably tell based on my uh, my predicted score here, would not shock me if uh, the Packers are able to find a way to win this one on the road uh, with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, another week, another um, rematch from earlier in the season, Arizona uh, was able to win at San Francisco for their only win of the season so far. Uh, several weeks back. Now they're playing San Francisco again at home. And I think this time, you know, San Francisco would love to return the favor, but uh, I don't think it happens. I think Arizona gets its second victory of the season by a score of 24-21. Josh Rosen, I still think there's some hope for him. It's it's too early to write him off. And actually, you know, I think as he gets some experience, he could uh, develop into a really nice uh, NFL quarterback, but uh, I don't think you can really carry the team yet. Uh, David Johnson wasn't on my top 10 list, but wasn't on my avoid list either. I think he's somewhere in that middle ground this week, but I do think that the Cardinals are able to um, take a rare uh, victory this week uh, by a field goal. I'll go with Arizona at home, 24 over the flying C.J. Beathards, 21. Sunday night game. This is another real doozy, another uh, really good matchup. We've got Minnesota at home against New Orleans. And, man, this this is going to be a fun game to watch. I mean, you know, when you put Drew Brees up against uh, the Minnesota defense and then, uh, you know, Minnesota's offense, Adam Thielen having just, you know, remarkable season so far, you know, it's not inconceivable. He could uh, challenge some of Calvin uh, Johnson's records for receptions in a season and yardage in a season it's still a bit of a long shot but not out of the realm of possibility I think uh, Adam Thielen and Stefan Diggs will both have big games this week and actually it probably works to their advantage that Dalvin Cook might be out several more weeks because uh, while Latavius Murray 
has shown himself to be a more than adequate fill-in. Not, uh, I, I don't think he's in the same class as Dalvin Cook, and I think that uh, Minnesota is going to rely more on their passing game with uh, Dalvin Cook out than they would uh, you know, otherwise. So uh, really a competitive game here, really uh, anxious to see this, but I think Minnesota will be able to hold on for a home victory final score. Uh, Minnesota 31, New Orleans 27. So that brings us to the Monday night game. And uh, unfortunately, this one on paper at least looks to be somewhat of a dud. Buffalo's had a somewhat uh, respectable defense this year, but, you know, they're just, their offense is really um, putrid. And you know, the defense can only keep them in the game for so long when they're on the field 40 minutes a game. You know, LaShawn McCoy with the concussion and their quarterback situation is a mess. And uh, to me, this just uh, has blowout written all over it. Uh, Tom Brady and the Patriots, uh, 37 over Buffalo's 14. And I might be generous in thinking Buffalo will get 14 points there. They might all be garbage uh, time points. So anyway, that uh, is how I see week eight playing out. And uh, no DFS picks this week. Sorry, Jana. But uh falling down on the job here, but um, uh, I'm sure we'll uh, be back at you next week with at our regular time, which is uh, Wednesdays at, uh, at uh, 9 o'clock Eastern. And um, let's uh, um, just go over again, just for getting in touch with us, if you'd like. There's the Fantasy Football Sherpa Facebook page. Uh, you can find Jana on Twitter, at jkim 16 you can find me, Scott Swainey, the Fantasy Football Sherpa, at Fantasy underscore Sherpa. So that'll do it for us uh, this week, and uh, tune in again next week. And uh, we'll be back with you. And, uh, Jan, I hope everything's okay, and uh, hope we can uh, have you back next week. And uh, thanks again for everyone for listening, and uh, have a good week.